ready to give your fur baby the absolute best life possible and live your very best life too? Break free from the chains of the physical, mental, and emotional challenges that can limit you and your pets to feeling stuck and struggling, and instead finally experience what you were both meant to, a life unleashed. There is a hot debate in my house that comes around about every summer. And no, it's not politics. It's not any of the other stuff you'll probably see in your Facebook headlines. My husband and I often have a debate on ab exercises, abdominals, your core. Are ab exercises good for your back or bad for your back? So today we're going to go over the good, the bad, and the ugly of ab exercises, and most importantly, how to tell if you are building yourself better or headed for a breakdown when you do your ab workouts. I'm here to help you become your very best in the healthiest way possible. And no two bodies are the same, so no two plans of action should be the same. You need something customized. So I'm going to be giving you some tips that will help you get started in the right direction, but you'll need to reach out to me or another expert to make a plan that's custom fit for you and your goals, because what you need might look totally different than what I need. And that's where the debate between me and my husband comes in, because what I need is different than what he needs. What he has found to be his truth in the right way to do ab exercises and the right ab exercises to do is actually completely wrong for me. (laughs) And we tend to butt heads over that. But in my experience with the bad of ab exercises, because I have definitely experienced the bad side, I myself am sway-backed. This means that if you look at me from the side on, I have more curve to my low back than is quote-unquote textbook normal. It means my belly sticks forward of my center of gravity, my butt sticks out from my center of gravity, and my whole pelvis is tilted forward and down in the front. And that posture increases the stress and strain in my low back, and all through my body, honestly. And it leads to my abs being naturally weaker than they're supposed to be. And your abs are supposed to be your natural back brace. So my spine, the way that it's built, the way that I naturally hold myself with that sway back condition means that my back naturally has less protection built in than it's supposed to. That ends up, and I'll explain why here in a minute, that when I do ab exercises, a lot of times they can cause me a lot of back pain because I'm either doing them wrong or I'm doing the wrong ones for me. Now, the good side of abdominal exercises, because they are good for you. Again, your abs are supposed to be your spine's natural back brace, your spine's natural protection that is built in. It's supposed to be there. Those abs are supposed to be good and strong. And when they are, especially in someone like my husband who naturally has really strong abs and he's done martial arts for, gosh, over 20 years, he has really strong abs. 
And that really paid off because when he had a freak accident and needed to have spine surgery a few years ago, since his abs were already really strong, they protected his spine from further injury. When that accident happened, it could have gone a whole lot worse, but he had that good, strong, natural protection built in. And that strong core, that those strong abs helped him recover faster and easier from that surgery than someone like me would have. All right. So the good strong abs means a stronger and safer low back. Your abs are that natural back brace. They're meant to support and protect the spine and your spine is kind of freaking important. We can replace bits and parts of the human body, but not the whole thing. We are not cars. You cannot replace every bit. Some things are irreplaceable. A lot of parts of your spine are irreplaceable. The few parts that are, those replacement parts wear out way faster than anything natural does. So that spine is so important. Our spine holds us up, not just, you know, it's not a physically logic posture that we stand in, standing on two feet, but that's how we're built. And that means that we have a lot of load bearing down on top of us because gravity, all that load is going through our spine and all the forces coming up from the ground as we're pressing down on the ground come up through our spine as well. So it's really important that our spine is protected by a strong core, by strong abs. Now your core is more than just your abs. There's a lot of muscles involved. That's why it's your core, which is all means all the way around your torso, not just the front and the abs. But having most of us have really strong muscles in some areas, more towards the backside of the back, but weaker in the abs. So I'm mostly talking about abs right now. You are much less likely to injure your low back and less likely to do, you're likely to have less damage when injury does occur, like my husband did, and less likely to experience low back breakdown over time when your abs are good and strong. Now your abs, a lot of folks don't entirely understand where abs live. There is a big, big misconception about where abs are and what they do. Yes, they are on the front of your belly, but they span from the bottom of your ribcage to the top of your pelvis. They do not touch your legs at all. So all of these exercises that you see that are supposed to be for abs, where it's bringing your legs towards your belly or bringing your belly towards your legs... They are technically called an ab exercise because your abs are supposed to be turned on to stabilize your spine and keep your spine straight while you do those hip motions. But your abs are not the ones doing the hip motions. This is where the bad of ab exercises come in. Because as you're flexing that hip, again, whether you're bringing your legs up or you're bringing your torso up to meet your legs doing that against gravity or against body weight or against external weight on top of that, you're you're doing what abs don't do. That's not their job. They're just supposed to stabilize. They're not supposed to pick up your legs. What does do that hip flexion action where your, your knees and your nose come towards each other, what does do that is a muscle called the psoas. 
P-S-O-A-S. That is your one Latin word for the day. I try not to use big words because they hurt my brain. I'm part redneck. But your psoas muscle is the cheater of these ab exercises and a source for a whole hoop and bunch of pain. Your psoas muscle connects the front of your legs to the front of your spine, way, way deep inside. You can't touch it from the outside because it's so deep in there. But that is one of the main hip flexors. That is what is doing or what is supposed to do the job of bringing your nose and your knees towards each other. In most people, their abs are really weak. I'm speaking from experience myself. And in most people, that psoas muscle is too tight. It gets tight from all of the sitting that we do, whether we're sitting at work or sitting in the car going to and from work or sitting on the couch when we get home at the end of the day. We're sitting in hip flexion. Our knees are already more towards our nose than they would be if we're standing. And staying in that position for long periods of time makes the body reset. It says we're here more often than we're not. So this must be our normal, right? So it resets the psoas muscle to be shorter because it thinks that shortened flexed position is its new normal. And when you go to stand up, it doesn't let go because now it's shorter. It's been reprogrammed to be shorter. So when you go to stand up, now your hips cannot extend and go back as much as they're supposed to. This is a real big thing in my sway backed posture. So you end up with that pelvis being stuck, tilted forward. And now to you know make sure that you're not looking at the ground, the body goes, well, I can't get the backwards motion in the hips like I'm supposed to. So I guess I'll have to go backwards more in the spine. So it really hyper extends and hyper curves that spine backwards. Your belly's stuck forward, your butt's sticking out, your pelvis is stuck tilted forward, you've got way too much curve in your low back, and now you've got even more force crunching your spine in the low back than it's supposed to be built for. This is a recipe for breakdown. Trust me, I've been there. This is this is my posture for sure. So when you do your hip exercises, if you are in this camp where your psoas muscle is too tight and too short and your abs are already naturally too weak, when you do your hip flexion exercises, whether that's your crunches, your V-ups, your sit-ups, your body is naturally lazy. It wants to take the path of least resistance because it wants to expend as little energy as possible. That's just how bodies work. So when you do these hip flexion exercises, your abs are not able to stabilize the spine like they're supposed to. That psoas is overworking because it goes, oh, I'm real good at being tight. I'm tight all the time. You want me to get tighter? Great. I can do that. And when it pulls your leg up towards your nose or your nose up towards your leg, it's yanking on the front of your spine. It's yanking on the front of your low back and it's pulling it further forward because those abs aren't on enough to counter that. Woof. This is where we get into the ugly of those abs exercises. When the psoas is taking over and the abs are too weak to counter that, again, we're getting that increased stress and compounding issues in the low back until we have a breakdown. And 
can actually trick you into looking like your belly sticks out more than it really does. And I start to see this about summertime because that's when I'm going, okay, it's time to to try on the swimsuit, see if they still fit. Do I need to go swimsuit shopping again? Uh, my husband and I are huge into costuming and cosplay. This is the time where, okay, we've got one convention that we go to a year that's at a pool. It's time to break out the swimsuit costume, which is skimpy. I'm, we're not getting into that. <laughs> this is where I start to notice what has my body done over the past year? And I start realizing, oh, is my belly really sticking out that much? No, it's just that my abs have gotten weaker because I've been slacking off and I haven't been strengthening them. My psoas muscle has been taking over and it's pulling my spine so far forward that it looks like my belly is sticking out. Yeah, if your psoas is too tight and your abs are too weak, you will stand in a sway-backed posture like I do, even if that's not your natural posture, and it looks like your belly is sticking out even more exaggerated than it actually is. Now, how do you check if you are building yourself better with your ab exercises or if you're headed for a breakdown? Because the only way to really counter this is not just to make sure that you're stretching your hip flexors every day so that they don't get too tight. But we also, the big key is we need to strengthen our abs. We need to strengthen the front of our torso to counter how tight our psoas wants to be because of the, the obviously not good for us things that we do with our bodies throughout the day, but we need to do to get through our day anyway, because we live in real life, not a textbook. We need to make sure our abs are nice and strong. But if we're doing the wrong ab exercises, bringing our nose and our knees together, we're going to end up hurting ourselves because that psoas has taken over and it's putting even more stress and strain on the spine and hurting the crap out of our backs. So what do you do? How do you check if you're building yourself better or if you're headed for a breakdown? You need to check what your hips are doing. If your hips and your spine are moving together. If your nose is moving towards your knees, that's your V-ups, that's your crunches, that's your sit-ups. That is a more advanced ab exercise because it requires you to already have strong abs. This is where the debate in my house comes up. Every time we talk about ab exercises or every time my husband walks down the hall and sees me doing planks, he is in the camp of, you should be doing V-ups and you should be doing sit-ups and you should be doing crunches because it's been fine for him because he has a naturally stronger naturally stronger abs and those exercises served him well in martial arts and all of those warm-ups because he already had a strong core he was able to engage his abs to stabilize his spine to perform those exercises without his psoas his hip flexor muscles taking over too much I am not that person. I am someone who needs to start with something less advanced because I need to build up the ab strength in the first place without the psoas taking over and yanking my spine around and making my back hurt. Those V-ups, those sit-ups, those hip flexion ab exercises are not 
very safe if your abs are not already strong. They can be dangerous to the spine. Again, I cannot stress this enough. Your psoas muscle moves your hips, not your abs. Your abs do not touch your legs. (laughs) They stabilize the spine. That is their job. If you want stronger abs, you need to do exercises that force you to stabilize your spine. And if you don't want to hurt yourself, you need to make sure the psoas is not activating at the same time. You need to make sure you're not doing hip flexion while you're stabilizing your spine. If you need to start smaller and start building up that ab strength in the first place. If your hips are stationary, like planks, like bird dog exercises. Yes, there is hip movement in the bird dog exercise, but your hips are actually stationary during the work phase. When your abs are on to stabilize your spine, the hip is not moving. So that counts as a stationary hip exercise. Planks, abdominal bracing, where you just brace your your abs like you're going to take a punch. Those are safer, especially if you're building up ab strength in the first place. If your psoas is way stronger than your abs, it might take over for them because it is less effort on your body's part and your body is lazy. It wants to do as minimal effort as possible. So make sure your abs are on when you do abdominal bracing that, and you make sure they're on by bracing them like you're going to take a punch. If you experience low back pain during any exercise, no matter what it's supposed to be for, because any exercise, your spine needs to stabilize. It can be an arm exercise. Your spine still needs to stabilize. Otherwise, you're going to be flopping all over the place. If you ever experience low back pain during any exercise, stop. Reset into the proper form for that exercise. Turn your abs on. Do that abdominal bracing. And then try again. If you need assistance in dialing in proper form for you, and your unique needs, and your unique exercise routine, and making sure that you're getting the most out of your workouts and your life without risking any more injury than you need to be, reach out to me. Let's have a no-charge chat and see what it is that you need. Leave me a voicemail or a text message at 636 751 31 Ab exercises are so important because they stabilize the spine and are supposed to keep your spine healthy and protected. But you need to make sure you're doing those ab exercises in the safest, healthiest way for you and where you are right now so that you can get to where it is you really want to be. Look forward to chatting with you about how to customize this for you. I'll see you next time. So what do you most need to know right now to help you or your pets live a life unleashed? Send your questions and suggestions for topics you would love to learn about to dr.vicky at completewellnesscc.com or follow the link in the show notes. It's time to break free from what's holding you and your pets back and live a life unleashed.